good morning everyone welcome to another episode of what's happening um, today is 25th of june 2021 and let's get out to the headlines right so we've been talking about a meeting between uh, the major political party leaders of erstwhile jammu and kashmir state and the central government for the past few days and this has happened yesterday in the in delhi um, so the prime minister has met um, the major political leaders um, their alliance is actually called gupkar alliance so they are they are loosely called as gupkar alliance like an alliance for freedom of jammu and kashmir so their demand is to restore the statehood of jammu and kashmir and the special rights that were accorded to jammu and kashmir via article 370 article 370 was abrogated meaning that it was it ceased to exist um via um, a parliament voting last uh, you know couple of years back and uh, from then on there were no special rights to jammu and kashmir so jammu and kashmir initially had special rights with respect to land sales like you you know if you are an outsider who does not belong to the jammu and kashmir state you cannot buy a land and develop it so there were lot of provisions such provisions there um the power for taking action there um rests with the assembly so the state assembly had overarching powers as well so it was abrogated and jammu and kashmir was uh, uh, bifurcated if not trifurcated actually trifurcated into three parts uh, jammu kashmir both are union territories uh, jammu as a state i'm sorry uh, so kashmir as a union territory and uh, uh, ladakh as another union territory so uh, the prime minister had conveyed and requested for um, support from the political parties to first conduct the delimitation exercise in the union territories delimitation is an exercise wherein you mark the constituencies in a particular state or union territory so that you can give voter id cards to the people there and then conduct elections there so that is the first step that government has asked for however the leaders have conveyed that they would want uh, the state to be restored as soon as possible they did not comment on whether they would be boycotting this union territory election or not that is we, that is we have to wait and see but let's hope you know they start coming into this democratic process and very soon jammu and kashmir gets its rights back like the rights that are uh, that were that are demanded by the people of uh, jammu and kashmir so uh yeah so that is the basic thing so it's going to be a delimitation exercise in jammu and kashmir and an election will very soon take place after that right let's go to the next item the next news as always as every day uh, we have a news that's concerning supreme court of india so supreme court of india has now asked um, all the state boards of the country to um tell them or publish the marking scheme just like how cbsc and icsc did the marking scheme for 12th exam because by now almost all the state boards have cancelled class 12 examinations and they haven't you know thought of an alternative marking scheme right now so it has asked all of these state boards um when told that they will have to you know the suggestion is to follow cbsc marking scheme uh, the government said that every state board is autonomous and uh, they can take their own decision with respect to their students and the marking scheme and it has also said that though they are autonomous they will have to be time bound like uh, the results of cbsc and icsc are going to be announced by july 31 and so it has asked all of the state boards to bring up a marking scheme and the results be declared by july 31 at the same day so that no student is left out in getting admission to colleges right with respect to this the tamil nadu government has already asked the principals and the head persons of all of the schools in tamil nadu that come under the state board and matriculation to start uploading class 10 marks that uh, their students got in an online portal 
and the marking scheme um, is expected to be let out in a couple of days or three uh, that is it and uh, <clears throat> with respect to particular this particular case uh, supreme court's notification supreme court also criticized the andhra pradesh government so andhra pradesh government earlier said before this judgment earlier said it is planning to hold all of the um, you know board exams the class 10 exams that are called as ssc or intermediate exams and then the class 12 exams as well so for this the the center supreme court actually criticized them saying they are putting the students life at risk uh, by asking them to come to the exam hall and then uh, carry out the you know take the examination so few hours after this judgment this criticism from the supreme court uh, since as i said supreme court is uh, the law of the land um, the Andhra Pradesh government decided to cancel all of the exams in connection with this notification. So that's um, actually a good news. Um, so, yeah, uh, better late than never. It's, it's better late than never. Right. Let's go to the next news. Next news is a good news. Again, something that I have been talking about always, uh, almost every day. It's about vaccinations. So uh, we did see a high rate of vaccination this week. Um, we did see some, you know, uh, problematic approaches to it. Madhya Pradesh deliberately suppressing vaccination on Sunday and then, you know, uh, doing, using that to, uh, almost using that to, uh, uh, you know, vaccinate people on Monday and Tuesday. But seems like uh, the supply chain gaps have been really reduced, supply and distribution gaps from the central government. Because yesterday also, all over the country, there was, there was over 59.1 lakh vaccinations. Of course, it's 3 lakhs less than what was did yesterday, but it's much better than what was happening on May and June. And um, as we spoke yesterday, the 7-day rolling average has been increased from 46.6 lakh to 51.6 lakh by yesterday. So if we could sustain this for one, you know, couple more weeks or so at least um, until the next uh, uh, doses arrive, because we are not sure what is the number of current doses that are left with the states. But if we can do that, I think it will really add to the um, average. Uh, let me get to you with another, I could say, I'm not sure if I could say it's a uh, concerning news or not, but um, in order to, you know, vaccinate 100% of the adult population, that is people uh, between 18, uh, people above 18, which are considered as adult population, in order to fully inoculate them, I am meaning by fully inoculation, I mean two doses. Uh, it would be, it would take at least an average of 82.2 lakh doses every single day until the end of the uh, year. So only if that is done, there will be 100 crore population will be um, um, more more than 100 crore population, which is the adult population will actually be uh, vaccinated. So we'll have to, uh, you know, ramp up the production, import vaccines and make sure this rate does not go down drastically like the levels that we saw in May and June. And with respect to yesterday, with the 59.1 lakh vaccinations, UP um, is the highest vaccinating state that vaccinated around 8.2 lakh people. And uh, <clears throat> one more uh, statistics is that the Maharashtra government has actually started a door-to-door -door vaccination campaign as well. Uh, Congress as a party has um, has spelt out a plan uh, in 700, over 700 districts which will go and outreach about vaccine like they will go to people and talk about the benefits of vaccination for them to you know shed off the vaccine hesitancy so for 
people who are hearing this podcast i would again say shed off wax and hesitancy make sure um you know you stress it again and again to people that you know your close ones to get vaccinated and the benefits of vaccines and any doubts about their vaccination you can point them to the right sources we have enough sources online to you know give you a data approach uh, towards vaccine risks if not the other better way is to ask them to consult their doctor because almost all of the doctors um do uh, you know talk about vaccination and they want people to get vaccinated so i would request you to ask them to get an opinion from their doctor at least but the process has to be started we cannot sit simply um you know no one is safe actually until everyone is safe so that that's about covid right in connection to this again uh, coming back to the vaccine point Uh, the vaccine hesitancy is also you know seem to be slowly going off um, because up if you see it's a largely ruralized state um, there you have the highest number of vaccinations per day that says even rural people who are generally skeptic about vaccines are coming forward to take vaccines which is a very good point and if you take the northeast uh, states their approach is a, it's a bit different to remove hesitancy the local authorities the municipal authorities of particular cities or rural areas they offer cash um, you know or free rice or gifts to people who get vaccinated so that at least you know uh, they come here for the sake of gifts and uh, rice i'm not saying that that's a right practice or something that will be sustainable but at this point at this juncture um, anything we can do to get the vaccination rate up and above uh, both supply and uh, the people side that will go a long way in helping india to combat the third wave that is expected to hit india around 6 to 8 weeks from now so that is about it and uh, also in the northeastern states the courts and the governments are also asking the frontline workers shopkeepers auto drivers to get mandatorily vaccinated um it, it's kind of a forced vaccination i understand but again at this point uh, we will have to do that so that is also being done so let's hope people uh, you know such harsh measures aren't taken and people come out on their own and get vaccinated next news is a bit bit concerning and it's about the environment environmental damage so we have something called national highways infrastructure development corporation limited which is uh, a public sector company of uh, um, government of india that will take care of building um, and expanding roads um, in lot of areas um, building and expanding of course national highways as the name suggests so what um, the accusation on this particular organization is that by taking advantage of the covid-19 lockdown in the northeastern state of meghalaya they had actually felled more than um, you know lot of trees more than 100 or 150 trees uh, in a particular area in shillong so the problem with this is the trees are traditional pine trees uh, and uh, some of them are over 100 years old so it's difficult to you know grow a tree and nurture it for 100 years um, without you know getting hindered by like these projects that has happened but again that is something that is cause for a concern so when talked about this the meghalaya forest department said um, it would actually plant 10 trees for every single tree they fell in this area but the people of this particular area where the trees were fell in shillong they said uh, they are saying they will do you know plant 10 trees but that planting happens in a different district and not in this particular district so as we know we we obviously know the benefits of trees at least after the oxygen concentrator limitation or shortage that was faced like so 
ஆக்சிஜன் கான்சன்ட்ரேட்டர்ஸ் பேசிக்லி ப்ரெஷரைஸ் தி ஏர் அண்ட் கிவ் யூ ஆக்சிஜன் ரைட் செப்பரேட் அவுட் ஆக்சிஜன் அண்ட் தென் டெலிவரி டேரக்ட்லி டு யூ ஸோ ஃபார் பீப்புள் ஹூ ஹவ் லெஸ்ஸர் லங் கெப்பாசிட்டி டியூ டு கோவிட் அண்ட் அதர் இன்ஃபெக்ஷன்ஸ் தே கேன் யூஸ் ஆக்சிஜன் கான்சன்ட்ரேட்டர்ஸ் ஐ ஆக்சுவலி ஹேவன் ஹேர்ட் மச் அபவுட் தீஸ் பிஃபோர் தேட் ஐவ் ஹேர்ட் அபவுட் வெண்டிலேட்டர்ஸ் பட் நாட் ஆக்சிஜன் கான்சன்ட்ரேட்டர்ஸ் பட் ஆக்சிஜன் கான்சன்ட்ரேட்டர்ஸ் த காஸ்ட் ஆஃப் ஆக்சிஜன் கான்சன்ட்ரேட்டர்ஸ் இஸ் வெரி வெரி ஹை இட் ஸ்டார்ட்ஸ் வித் சம்வேர் அரௌண்ட் தேர்ட்டி ஃபைவ் தௌசண்ட் ஆர் ஃபார்ட்டி தௌசண்ட் ருபீஸ் ஸோ யூ ஹவ் டு பே ஃபார் ஹேர் தட் you actually get free from trees so that's the point that i wanted to convey so uh, felling trees in a particular area it, the forestation should ideally be carried out in that area or or within that district at least uh, if not there is no other place so th- that is very important for the environment of that area so that that is the point that i wanted to make right okay so we'll close off with the uh, international news item um, it's it's kind of a sad news but i think we will have to uh, you know go through these news to understand what was happening uh, in advanced countries so in canada um, there has been more than 750 unmarked graves have been identified unmarked graves have been normally um, in western countries and christianity people would be buried and there'll be a headstone which would read the name and occasionally an epitaph about uh, that particular person um, a few lines about them so these uh, are called marked graves normally all graves are marked actually but um, the authorities in this particular case seem to have found out the headstones have been removed or they've been like broken and taken off uh, by people so this is actually considered as a crime in canada uh, because it takes away the dignity from the dead and their loved ones so this is this is treated as a crime scene and they are investigating it uh, apart from you know um, identifying who those children were it it mostly seems to be children because this has been found in a particular place where once it stood um, a residential school for indige- indigenous children this residential school what it did was it took in indigenous children prevented them from speaking their own language thereby kind of systematically destroying the culture uh this is very concerning with respect to canada because earlier on june uh, early month early, early start of june around 7th or 8th um it was found around 250 graves were found in a similar uh, uh site in uh, british columbia province so this particular today the 750 unmarked graves have been found in saskatchewan province so Uh, the reason why i brought this news up was um, even you know uh, even those countries uh, canada and uh, netherlands are all certainly generally cold countries which are thought to be you know very good place to live has its own share of uh, its mistakes um, on indigenous people so so it has come up in the debate uh, come up as a debate in the international circles once again about canada's exploitation of um, indigenous people this has been talked less Uh, normally australia is the country that get roast that gets roasted in these matters for treating their indigenous tribes in a very very uh, unethical way and us also gets ramped up occasionally canada it's been very rare and this is one of those few occasions let's hope uh, you know the canada as a country atones for its um, uh, things done to the indigenous people and and going forward try to uh, reverse that trend and uh, uh, grow their language and protect their indigenous people yeah with that i close off today's podcast um stay safe get vaccinated thank you